Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day you are listening to this. Thank you for tuning in to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. As always, this is your host here, Danielle Collinsworth. I am super excited to record today's episode because we made it to freaking 50, y'all. And if you ask me, that's kind of a big deal. Um, it's also a year since I started the show. Uh, so lots of fun things on today's episode. Because of that, I'm simply going to talk about what I've learned. I'm going to go through what equipment I use, talk about struggles, benefits, my likes and dislikes with the podcast. I'm simply just going to talk about podcasting. So if you have ever considered creating your own podcast, by all means, please, please, please continue to listen. If you haven't, but you're just kind of interested, um, if you have your own business, this can definitely be of interest to you um, as I'm going to talk a little bit about how it has helped me business-wise. So if that's you, continue to tune in. If you just want to hear me blab and want to know more about the behind the scenes, then again, keep on listening. For all of us, go grab a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee, even if for some reason you're wanting to tune away and not listen to this fun episode. (laughs) And let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, before I dive into this super fun episode number 50, let's take a moment to talk about the quote-unquote sponsor, and I'm again going to throw that at myself. Um, uh, If you like cool swag, then I, I have a launch of products for TCY live right now. I use Bonfire. If you're not familiar with them, you kind of can like launch a store for a little bit and then you shut it down as it goes into um, little like campaigns almost. So I'll probably have it up for about another month or so before I turn that guy off. Um, Bonfire, what I like about them for something like my virtual coaching and things is I don't have to buy all the product up front. So for my yoga company, Sky's the Limit, I buy all the gear at once. I buy X amount of t-shirts, X amount of hats, etc. And I just sell from there. That is perfectly fine as I am working in front of a lot of humans. Virtually, I'm not working in front of a lot of humans. That then also means I have to pack it, ship it, all that stuff. And to be honest, I freaking hate doing that. If we want to talk about um, parts of being an adult that don't resonate with me, one of those would be going to the post office. Don't ask me why, but I, I drag my feet there. Totally do. So I know that the best way for me to provide the best service to you is by utilizing a company like Bonfire, where I go in, I create the designs. I, I physically do. I don't pay anybody to do them. I create them all myself. And you can go uh, shop whatever you'd like. 
Um, I still get a cut, so you are still supporting me or the podcast, if you will. And uh, they'll make the product and ship it directly to you. So it's kind of cool. It's like almost a little customized option for you, if you will. Um, Again, the link for that is in the show notes, as well as all of the other sponsors, such as Frey Skincare. I recently started working with Vouray, which is a bag company, like for your gym bag and travel bag, stuff like that. All of that good deets, um, you can, all of the good deets, you can find in the show notes. Clearly, I have had a lot of coffee, so let's see how this episode goes, especially since I'm really excited for it. All right, so I'm going to break this up into four different topics. First up, we have setup and equipment. Then I'm going to talk about some struggles and benefits. And then I will finish it up with likes and dislikes. All right, so my setup or equipment is pretty much as cheap as what it gets, in all honesty. Um, I did a lot of research before I started the podcast. I knew it was something I wanted to do. I felt like it was a avenue of my business that I could grow and succeed um, in or with. It kind of just seemed like something I would like to do as well, not a piece of my business that felt like a oh, this is something else I have to do kind of a thing. I It was a piece that I felt uh, drawn to in regards to I would enjoy and thus far very much so correct in that realm. But um, as I was researching, one thing that I kept reading was being in a small room with more like cloth is the best way to do it. And they're not wrong. I can totally see why. But I can tell you that I am the polar opposite of that setup. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen different parts of our apartment. But we live in a lofted apartment and my desk is on the second floor in the lofted space. So there's really high ceilings. Behind me, there's like a cutoff where you can then see down to the downstairs. Um, And I'm surrounded by like openness, if you will. Uh, nothing that would be of padding, if anything, very like cold, like walls. Um, I have two brick walls near me that go directly to the outside. So a hundred percent, not that small closet like feel. Uh, there are different things that you can get. Some of them almost look like these little, uh, like canvases. So like a picture that you would hang up on the wall and it's simply just padding and it is meant to be uh, like nicer to the sound I guess I would say like so the sound doesn't bounce clearly I'm not an expert in this field because I know there's a proper term and I'm not uh, articulating that well but uh, I didn't buy any of that I literally take a lamp that I thought we would use for our desk and we don't it I don't think I've ever even turned the light on Um, I utilize that and then this little random like half of a vase like thing that I put on the floor as a little decoration that I got from Target. I every time I go to record I pick both of those up I put them on the desk and then I drape two um, uh, blankets on top of those pieces. Some people sit underneath a blanket. I don't do that. I found that whenever I was sitting underneath a blanket, 
I was moving around so much to try and see the screen or just get a little bit more comfortable that you could then only hear me like ruffling around with the blanket. Now, do I know that my sound could be better? In all honesty, yes. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I do not have what would be the sound of a podcast that gets 5,000 listens an episode. If I ever get to that point, by all means, I will probably look into uh, perfecting my sound quality. For right now, I put in some effort to make it so that you don't hear um, a lot of background noise, and I I go with that. Um, We do have dogs, so sometimes one piece of the puzzle you guys don't know is I have to stop recording because they're downstairs drinking water. I don't necessarily lock them up in a room, but I do put up a little like doggy gate so that they can't get upstairs um, uh, and let them do their thing downstairs. They're normally pretty sufficient and like they don't walk around and and things like that, but I've 100% had to stop recording to tell them to like stop chewing on their bone or something. Um, There are also times when the sounds from outside can be an issue. Uh, if that's the case, I then try to record at a different time, um, which I guess I'll talk about here later, but that's definitely a struggle or a dislike. Um, for me, if being in this lofted space and we, our unit's kind of cool, it used to be a pool as we live in a boys and girls club apartment. Uh, so our downstairs, like the tiles you can tell used to be the tile of a pool. Well, the downfall of where we live is that you can hear rain like no other. It's fantastic if you are trying to sleep. Like, you would get the best night's sleep if it's raining. But if it comes to recording a podcast, I cannot get the sound of the rain out. So I literally cannot record on rainy days. But in my opinion, I'm, I'm paying or I'm getting what I pay for, right? I have these blankets. One of these is, it's like an old dance blanket that I have. Um, So gosh, this thing must be, I don't know, 15 years old, maybe longer, maybe 20. Uh, Yeah, and that's what I use to block out sound. So clearly not putting too much into there. Um, I use GarageBand to record. So if you're familiar with Apple, that is automatically on your desktop or laptop. And I did buy a microphone and stand on Amazon. Uh, I don't know what brand it is. If you have any questions, I could probably look through my Amazon uh, history. But I didn't spend any more than 50 bucks on it. And I do wear headphones. Uh, 100% a piece of the puzzle that I recommend. I have had Beats headphones for a while, so I just utilize those. And that's it. That's all I got. Um... So is it the best setup? No, by no means. Um, I definitely sometimes really have difficulty with finding the right time to record if it is a rainy day or if there is somebody mowing the lawn outside, things like that. But I, I just go with it the best that I can. And thus far, I would say 85% of the time, it works out really well for me. And I'm going to take that as a win. So continuing on to struggles, obviously one of the things as I was just saying is things that I cannot control when it comes to sound. That is definitely on the this can be frustrating like piece of the puzzle. Um, But another one that I never thought would be a struggle is recording whenever Matt is in the house. 
holy shit, do I fuck up all the damn time if he is in here. Like, I I get so mad. I get so nervous. I r- record, like, I don't know, 30 seconds, and then I have to stop, and, like, I'm breathing heavy, or I trip up on a word. Like, it, it, it's bad. It's bad, y'all. It's real bad. Um... I even like try to tell him like, hey, can you please like put on your own headphones and listen to something, please? Because I just have this like nervousness in my gut, even though I know that he listens to the podcast regularly, which I love. I think that's so sweet. But um, knowing that he's here makes it so hard. An episode that would normally take me 35 minutes to record, I then take an hour if he's in here. So to bypass that struggle, I 100% try my hardest to schedule it whenever he is not home um, because I, I value my time, I value my stress, and I know that that is me respecting a boundary of mine. Um, if I want to have less stress in my life, I should honor that. That might mean that I have to change my schedule based on when he is home and so be it. Another struggle was me moving away from uh, reading off of a script. If you go back to probably the first 10 to maybe 20 episodes, I think a lot of them are going to sound very scripted. And I, I think all podcasts, all shows have that growing like pain uh, where you can tell whenever you listen from episode one to episode 200, you're like, whoa, this sounds so different. And that's because the producer, the recorder, the host, whoever, they go through their, what do I feel comfortable with? How can I be my most genuine self kind of a thing? And it was kind of hard for me in the beginning to just talk. Um, I felt that I was going on lots of different tangents and rambles and I didn't like it. So I would spend a lot of time writing out my script. And then someone told me that I had no idea, listen to the podcast. She said, Danielle, I love the episodes when you are just rambling. And I was like, really? And then she goes, yeah, I don't know if you remember, but whenever you told me you were starting a podcast, you specifically said, I want it to sound like you and I are having coffee. And she goes, whenever you're reading off of a script, that doesn't sound like a good coffee talk to me. Not that she didn't like the episode, but just like it's a a friend of mine from whenever I was a kid. And she was like, I I think that you just, you sound so much more you. I I want to listen to it. I I feel like I'm talking to another human, not that I'm talking to like an educator. Which is still hard for me whenever I have my education-like episodes. If I'm trying to guide you through getting a pull-up. I think I've gotten better with it. I, if anything, just write down now more bullet points rather than a full script. But the process itself is a little bit of a struggle for me still today. However, now I feel very comfortable without having a script. And man, does it save me time. It saves me so much time not having to write out the script. It's so crazy how much longer we take with typing, even if you're like me and you type really fast, as compared to talking. So for most of these episodes, I don't go in and edit too much. Let's say if the episode is 30 minutes, I would say the most I take is 40 minutes on the episode. And that is including me uploading it to uh, my host, which I guess I didn't talk about in my equipment. Um, My host is Buzzsprout. 
That includes me uploading it to my host, editing my show notes, things like that. So I don't spend that much extra time besides what you hear me blabbing through, uh, which I like, I love. Um, So yeah, you might hear a few more ums, you might hear a few more hiccups, I might go through a lot more uh, rabbit holes, (laughs) but that's kind of what I am like if we were to be chatting over coffee. So I think I am hitting uh, my my goal. I, I feel like I'm achieving what I originally wanted with this lovely little project of mine. So those would be the real struggles that I have. Um, I'm going to switch gears and move to a more positive and that would be the benefits. I did not realize how much consistency and habit like making translates to every freaking part of my life. And that's why if you do work with me one-on-one or if you follow me on Instagram, hell, even on here, I talk about habits all the freaking time because consistency is so, so, so key. I can tell you that for me in the beginning, I didn't know if I was going to be able to keep the podcast going because I was spending so much time per episode and it was hard for me to schedule the time for me to make it happen. I don't like batching podcasts that much. I might do two podcasts back to back, like record them. So then you'll hear one in the following week, basically. I'll record them all at once. But even that, I don't do that often. I like recording something within the week of it launching because I try to make it as uh, um, relatable to my current time as possible. And if it's something like, oh my god, I got engaged, I want to then jump on here and tell you about it. So I I like that. Um, However, if I'm going on vacation, of course, I still want you to get an episode, so I'll record it a little bit beforehand, right? Um, But consistency overall is key. And in the beginning, whenever I was struggling with time, I was like, fuck, I don't know if I can keep this going. Did I just bite off to more than what I can chew? Like, how, how can I do this? How can I make this work? And in all honesty, the only way that I think I did make it work well for me is by sticking to it, by letting myself, my time, um, me just blabbing, let that work its course. Let me get more comfortable. Let me uh, slowly mold this piece of my business into my everyday. Now I can pick on somebody that I know is a friend that also started a podcast whenever I did and their consistency level is all over the place. They will produce like 10 podcast episodes within one to two weeks and then they're gone for like three to four months and they come back and they post three episodes all on one day and then they're gone for four months and the the consistency level is all over the place and as I was recently talking about just the benefits of podcasting they were like I don't see much of a benefit I I do it every few months I record a few I blast them and that's it and I was like well that's why Who's going to know to go back and check in with your podcast if, hey, this is the first time in five months, guys, but there's a good seven episodes for you to go listen to. Like, no, nobody's going to think to do that. Um, Consistency is key. You now know that you can expect some new goodness from me every Tuesday, period. That's it. 
Um, not only is it more helpful for me to grow an audience, but it's helpful for me as a business owner to cut out time and to make the podcast something that is of benefit to me, not something to where I feel like it is a constant struggle to maintain and obtain. All right, now this is directly how I would guide any of my one-on-one clients. You have to be consistent with something for a while in order for you to see any form of like direct reward or um, the result that you're looking for. So for example, if you are trying to get your fitness in check um, and let's say that you have a goal of lifting a certain amount of weight. If you are only consistent with for, let's say, two weeks, and then you try to reach that weight that is a goal for you for whatever movement it is, something overhead, a deadlift, whatever it may be, if you've only put two weeks of effort in, you're not going to see that output that you're looking for. Um, if you put a month in, you probably also still won't see it unless you're looking at like a five pound increase or like a five percent or less increase um if we are though looking at something that's like three months to obtain a certain goal that is possible that's a hundred percent possible i i like i said am such a believer of habits and this definitely correlates to the podcast itself in the beginning i had a lot of listens a lot of you know family friends things like that that were sharing And it kind of dropped down a little bit. Of course, that followed in the time where I was like, oh no, am I able to obtain this? This is taking up more time than what I wanted. All of those things. And I literally put on my coaching hat and coached myself and said, dude, like you got, you got to give this more time. You know how a business works. You've started stuff up from the ground before. You have to give it more time than this. Sure enough, now the podcast is directly producing clients. And I'm not trying to say that I'm always on here to be like, every episode I need a client or something like that. Like, no, that's absurd. But I have definitely had some people just utilize the links. And whenever you buy like a Manduka mat, I make money. Um, If you're looking for free skincare stuff, I'm going to get a commission off of that. No, I am not going to sit there and blast it to you obnoxiously like how a lot of other humans decide to do. Um, But I'm still going to provide you with that information. As you listen to the podcast, my goal here is for you to, for me to gain your trust. That is such a hard thing to do as a coach. And I hope that the more and more you listen to me, the more and more you're going to feel like you are getting to know me. Like we actually are sitting down and having or enjoying that nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee. I would hope that if you can sit down and talk to me over coffee and feel super comfortable, you're then going to feel comfortable to come to me with the vulnerable things like getting your nutrition in check. Admitting that you have neglected mobility for 10 plus years of your life. Figuring out how to start in the gym because you have been MIA for so long and you just don't know what to do. My goal as a coach is to utilize this platform to first off let you just feel comfortable. Let you get these tiny little bit of nuggets of information that slowly spark interest within you. In the beginning, you're like, oh yeah, I would love to work with a nutrition coach. And then that idea just kind of falls to the back burner. 
Well, the more and more that you hear me talk about it, the more relatable I make it sound, the less of a diet I tell you it is and the more of a lifestyle change I am encouraging, the more you're going to be like, yes, 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 this is what I need, right? So the benefits thus far of the podcast have been, number one, reminding me that consistency is key. Um, the more consistent I am with it, the more of a direct uh, growth I see with, within my business. And then also trying to uh, develop relationships or things like that has been huge for me. Um, something that I've truly grown to love with this little gem of mine. All right, last but not least, I'm going to talk about some likes and dislikes. First up, let's start with the positive. I love offering this as a free resource. If you do not know much about business, please take one little piece of information from this, and that is people love free shit. I mean, how many times have you gone to buy something and you're like, eh, I don't know, and then as soon as there's a free bit, then you're like way more sold. Even relate this to something like buying a car. Your likeliness of then purchasing the vehicle is going to increase once you see that you get more free things. I'm going to include all of these features from this platinum package for the price of the gold package or something like that, right? And I think that within business like accounts on social media, or at least those that are there to help you grow a business, uh, so many of them kind of refrain from you offering stuff for free. And I totally disagree. I think that there is a fine line. I don't think that you always need to be discounting things. I think that you need strong policies and procedures in place in order to make sure that you are protecting your time and your business. So here is a perfect example. I almost never, ever, ever offer a free month of one-on-one coaching. Every once in a while, I might toy with it, but I normally don't give away like free bits of that. Instead, I offer free information here. I have had people reach out to me and say, how do I, the idea of protein is, uh, comes to mind quickly because I do get that question a lot and that's not too far back on one of the last episodes. So I get the question, how do I get more protein in my diet? And I might give them one quick example and then I'll be like, by the way, I have a podcast here. Go listen to this episode. I directly give you X amount of examples in order to get more protein in. This is a free resource. Go take advantage of it. Let me know what you think and let me know if you have any questions after. It's a very easy way for me to be able to guide a potential client to something that is informative where they are getting a lot of good information without me sitting down and let's say having a hour long conversation with them just for them to realize that they don't want to work with me. Now, at the same time, do I have consultations before working with clients? Of course. If that is a need or desire, then yes, that happens. But I hope you realize what I'm trying to say as me having this as a free resource is an extremely beneficial part of the business. And I try to cross every once in a while to also use it for sky's the limit. I have so many times referred 
uh, potential teacher trainees for a yoga teacher training program. Two direct episodes that I have talked about what YTT is, what to expect, things like that. I will direct them to this so this way they hear me talking about it. They hear in a real human giving authentic, real advice and from there they can then make the call. I am a huge believer that my goal is not to work with every single human that exists. My goal is instead to utilize resources like this to help kind of like weed them out. I would much rather you listen to a podcast episode and be like, hey, Danielle, thank you. There was a lot of good information there. I, however, am looking for somebody that directly writes my meals for me or even prepares the meals for me, if you will. I'm not looking to learn about the nutrition piece. I'm looking for somebody to do all of the hard uh, work for me uh, so that I just have to, to look at this recipe and make that happen cool. That's not for me. I'm not going to offer that. You can ask me 17 times and my answer will forever be no. So I'm happy that I have a resource where I can refer you to to help weed that out. So I'm not wasting my time or yours and I'm not trying to soak up your money to then probably have to refund it because you're realizing that I am not the right program or fit for you. I want humans to be happy. I don't want to just sit here and take your money. Like that's freaking stupid. That's not successful. Now, so again, a like is offering this as a free resource. A dislike is recording with life around me. Um, Again, I told you that I just, I can't do it whenever Matt is inside this house. I don't know why. I completely, absolutely suck at it. I can now record yoga classes. He can be sitting feet away from me as I record a yoga class and it does not bother me whatsoever. You tell me to talk about my own experience of creating and uh, producing a podcast and I choke up. I can't do it. Not to mention there are certain times I can tell you for this episode in particular, I paused it for a little bit because Matt was coming home. I went, did some other things. I came back getting ready to record and I had to wait a solid like 20 minutes because there is a loud baby that you were able to hear crying from a neighbor. Uh, And that's totally out of my control. Now, could I look at potentially renting out a studio space for me to record everything? Yes. Will I potentially do that in the future? I don't know. Maybe. We'll see how this sucker grows. But for right now, I like recording these on a more weekly to bi-weekly basis. If I was to be looking at renting out a studio space, I would probably look at trying to like soak up two hours and record a bunch of stuff in there. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, by the way. I'm just saying that is how I like to record. I just wish that, I don't know, my fiance like sometimes was non-existent in my home and humans didn't exist anywhere that is like a 10 mile radius from me because I also live near a train and whenever the train goes by, sometimes I just let it go. But other times I'm like, oh, great, there's the train and I stop it, let it go by and press play. That shit's fucking annoying. Like who wants to deal with that, right? So overall, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here for 50 freaking episodes. I know that you probably listen to so many other podcasts where you're like, uh, cool, dude, I'm on episode 300 and something of this podcast. 
I get it. I'm still very much a baby. But one year in, 50 episodes down, it is uh, uh, truly awesome for me. The experience has been great. I have learned a lot. Uh, I have developed new skills and I have grown so much. I know I'm saying a lot of eyes, but uh, it's my show, so screw it. (laughs) But um, I've also touched a lot of people. I've now created relationships with new humans where they reach out to me and say, dude, I loved this episode. And I'm like, wow, I, I don't even know who you are. Hello. This is so cool. Um, and that is, if you were to ask me what is my absolute top goal of this podcast, it would be to talk to more humans, period. Not converting them to a sale, not um, having them push or share my information, just to talk to more humans. That's it. I hope to spread some awesome mindful goodness, maybe make you want to get a little stronger, maybe challenge uh, your mind when it comes to creating a plate that makes your mind and belly happy. Maybe it's stepping on your yoga mat. Maybe it's a mixture of all of the above or you might, quite frankly, just be here for some caffeinated goodness. All of the above is absolutely fantastic and I thank you for being here through all of it. If you have any ideas of what you want to hear coming up, please, please, please let me know. Um, I talked to somebody recently. She wants me to create an episode in regards to what do you do whenever you have been away from, I'm going to do air quotes right now, the thing for so long. So for example, I have been out of the gym for so long. How do you get back? Because my mental state is just so not freaking there, right? Um, so that is coming up shortly. Uh, I would love to hear from you to know what you would like me to talk about. If you have not heard in the past, I have done breakdowns of how to get a pull-up, some tips for squatting, uh, talked about different things with yoga, both on and off the mat, nutrition, all the things, all the things that make up TCY, aka the caffeinated yogi. So please, please, please either send me a message at Caffeinated Yogi Talks. That is the home of the podcast on Instagram or my personal account, which is at Danielle the Yogi. And that is spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, the Yogi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. And until next time, my lovely little humans, namaste and slay boothang.